Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. The caravan resumes its travel into Kaplan Hill. Kaplan Hill. As I think it's time we had a very serious talk. You've been running from this fear of performing. He'll pluck up his courage and start making his way up onto the stage. As you look out at the crowd, you start to have these waves of terror. Because the player's gonna play, 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 play. Shaba, I think we broke him. Azo, you can do this. You can do this. <laughs> Azo starts feeling sick to his stomach and runs off the stage. I'll make a comfort roll. That couldn't have gone any worse. <laughs> I know. Take Lola. I don't deserve her anymore. So as the caravan pulls up to Nefton, there is a wooden fence. Zombie defense. Someone's finally taken notice of this threat. Elbrit seems disconcerted by all of this. This is why I hired all of you fellows. We are headed into zombie country. We are master zombie hunters, so have no fear. head out again for Millersfield, which you don't know much about, but this is a slightly shorter trip than all the others, so you come in the late afternoon instead of early evening, and looking at the town, it looks like it's mostly a lot of farms, so lots of wheat fields and such just spread out for miles, but as you get to the town center, you can see there's pretty much nothing here except for two large inns. Across this road from each other, one says Halbert's Hostel, and the other says The Roast Beast. Nice. <laughs> wow. It looks like there's really nothing to do in this town. And was the name of this town Whoville? What was the name of the town again? <laughs> uh, Miller's, Miller's, Miller's Field. Field. Oh, Miller's Field. Okay, because I could have sworn you called it Whoville. So, <laughs> so it's really not much of a town. It's just two inns. Well, I mean, there's some houses around and a few other local shops, but... It's like a vacation spot or something? What's so special about this place? You said it's got, like, wheat fields, right? So it's a farming town? Mm. Yeah. It's a farming community. Mm. So they got nothing. Nothing of particular interest to you, no. Alright. Hmm. We have a beer at each of the taverns and just... To compare. Uh, and yeah, to compare. Yeah, and to see which one's better. Pick up on the local scuttlebutt. And then whichever one we like the most, we start defaming the other one in town. And spreading <laughs> yeah, rumors about... we go about, into town. Like, Don't eat it, Ralph. Just <laughs> yeah. eat it, Bob's. Yeah. And then we leave. We skip town as soon as we're, we're done. Yep. And we move on. How are you spending the night? Have you been staying at the inns or are you... Yeah, we've been staying at the inns, but I thought it was afternoon when we got here, so I assumed we were going to move on. No, this is the last stop. Elbert says, this is the last stop before Erevec, and so we need to have a full day's travel in order to reach Brentley Gate safely. Yeah, Shab, I think we should take it easy tonight, maybe lay off the drinks. Where's er- What's Erevec? Erevec is the next country over between Ormog and Glenhammer. Oh, uh, Okay. If you pull up the map, you'll see all of these towns and everything nicely laid out on it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I feel like the way Thane said that just now, Shaba, means we should get our map out. Yeah. Well, you don't have to. It's just convenient to have. I had the page open today at work, actually, for a moment. Well, it's not now, was it, Shaba? No, because I have a ton of browser tabs open, as always. <laughs> <laughs> um, how much is each stay at these inns? Five coppers, one silver, if I, if I just get, like, one big room for all of us. I mean, if you're doing, like, the cheap rooms that you can find, I'll just say it's average of six silver a night to get all three of you just kind of sleeping on the floor somewhere. Six silver? Really? Yeah, I'll chip in two silver. We're not using party gold, are we? Uh, yeah, I was going to. That's a traveling expense for the company. So two silver each per night to just sleep somewhere Okay. <laughs> In the common room. Well, at least they're not charging for Stripey. That's not bad. Yeah, not too bad. Well, Stripey probably has to stay outside, generally. No, no way. I sneak him not in. Not if Shaba smuggles him in. Yeah. It's getting harder to sneak him in. We dress him up to be, like, a small child, because we're already pretty small. <laughs> most of our party. Put a little baseball cap on him. And yeah. Hi, my name's Shaba. These are my three children. <laughs> and we, and we would like a room for the night. <laughs> Weirdest family ever. Yeah, but where's Mrs. Shaba? <laughs> Mrs. Like, how did you have us? <laughs> oh, she's around. She's she's around. <laughs> oh, speaking of... <laughs> she, she, she left me because all our sons were so ugly. <laughs> oh, wait, what if we pretend that she is... 
our dwarvish friend. But Elbert, uh, Elbert El- is Thank him. you, Elbert. I keep wanting to say Elendria, but that's <laughs> yes. like the polar opposite of it's like Elbert. A weird circus gl- freak family. <laughs> Goliath and a dwarf had three kids. A rodent and two, a halfling and a gnome. Uh, <laughs> did, did you know that your son had very thin hair? <laughs> Not very healthy for a small child. No, and the other need, then the other needs to go on a diet. <laughs> hey, what are you, who, are you, who are you talking about? I was, I was, I was stripey, stripey. I was mm-hmm. talking about stripey. That bonus I was going to give you is taken away now. Dang it! Uh, speaking of costs, it would have been three and a half gold for you to stay at the Sapphire Saber for the week that you were there. Mm. So each of you will have to subtract that too. Oh, each individually? Dang, this really adds up. Three and a half gold? Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have your own rooms there with all sorts of accommodations and food and everything. Here, uh, along with your two silver a night for where you're staying in the common rooms, your caravan is paying for some of your food and everything. Oh, the caravan is paying for these? Okay. Well, they're paying for some of it. Okay, so the re- but the rest is coming from party gold, right? Yeah. All right, so we'll stay at uh, whatever. We'll stay at the Roast Beast. Yeah, the roast beast seems like it's set up to show off all of their meats, and it's mostly a hunting-type uh, restaurant. Do they have animal heads on the walls? Yep. Nice. Got deer, bears. Yetis. There's a big griffin head mounted. Oh, nice. I take it off the wall and put it on, and then I dance around. <laughs> Look at me! I'm a griffin! Look at me! And then I put it back bef- up before I get in trouble. <laughs> if you're actually going to do that, I think you're going to get in trouble pretty quickly. <laughs> okay. I'll, okay. I'll I'll face the consequences. So you do that in your mind. <laughs> it's worth it for the gag. No. Um, let's let's pretend that I did that, but not actually. Let's pretend that I waited until they weren't looking and did that for real quick, and then put it back up on the wall. Um, and let's go to sleep. It's one of those things you do as, as a group of friends. Be like, guys, wouldn't it be so funny if... And then like someone actually does <laughs> yeah. it. And you're like, no, it's it's really not funny. <laughs> no. Stop. That, that was not a good idea, actually. <laughs> they called the police. And now you're going to jail for the night. So during the night, as you're lying in the common room, you are awakened by the sound of clanging bells off in the distance. Mm. Guys, I knew we should have signed a contract to get money for zombie kills. Why? Why is that? It's the town bell system. We should all go outside in single file calmly. <laughs> Bells in the, like, how distant? Like, outside? Uh, coming from outside, somewhere else near the town center. Okay, yeah, let's spring out of bed and uh, go. Yeah, I think we do that. Go outside. Instinctively. Let's go check it out. Maybe they're having a party. Probably. As you come to your senses and become fully alert, you hear some shouting accompanying the bells and lots of people running around outside. As you step out into the, I guess, what would be considered a crowd in this small of a town, you see people are kind of grabbing their pitchforks and old spears and swords and hatchets and things. They're lighting torches? Several of them have torches and lanterns. And you see... One person at the center of this gathering in the town shouting out to everyone around. You come in kind of the middle of it, but you hear him saying, Everyone ready! We're heading out as soon as we gather the all of the able-bodied men. Uh, heading out where, Prato? I put a shawl over my head and pretend I'm to be a woman and <laughs> get down. Heading where? Because I'm not an able-bodied man. I'm just asking out of curiosity. You're like hunched over to hide your... your <laughs> My immense height. Terrible yes. height. Yes. Someone nearby says, A large group of zombies has been spotted coming up from the south. Oh dear. Heavens. That sounds quite <laughs> awful. Well, best of luck to you. <laughs> it's been happening more and more frequently. But it seems to be a bigger group than we've seen so far, though. The man you're talking to just looks nervous, holding his rusty old spear. I give Aslo a look. Let's do it, boys. Yeah! And I pull out both swords. I stride forward and I let loose my trench coat so they can see all the various vials and gizmos. And I say, (laughs) don't worry, the AAA team is here. (laughs) Take it, Aslo. Like we, we have like this little agreement where I'm only allowed to introduce us. If I say anything else, I get like I get a I get a pay cut. <laughs> I say, yes, the AAA team is here. 
I say, oh, thank heavens. <laughs> Good night. I was so worried that the zombies were going to come and kill us all. <laughs> thank goodness. I, I think I, you're making me think of the annoying lady from uh, Monty Python, the one that's like like hitting the cat on the rug. Or no, that's a different person. Where they have like the political argument and like the mud and the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> good lady or good woman. Like that, that, that lady. She's like the big mole on her face. <laughs> that's the uh, voice you're doing, isn't it? Uh, no, I'm just doing a, a random old woman. Oh, okay. Heavens to Murgatroyd. Thank goodness. <laughs> you brave adventurers have come to save us all. Wait, Ch- Chaba, we need you to come with us. What are you talking about? I rip the towel down off your head and I say, Do you listen to me, Shaba? We're going to go kill some zombies. Get your act together. Oh, man. Okay. We got to protect the city that we paid to sleep in. <laughs> I, I guess. Town. The, the very, very tiny city? Yeah. We'll protect you guys. All right. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Let's go. Let's go. Let's get to work. Ooh, and we flash our badges so that they know that we're uh, bronze level sapphire uh, sabers and that they have That's everything right. to fear. Yes. Because <laughs> they know what that means, right? <laughs> Some of them probably do. They probably have posters in their bedrooms, too. <laughs> of us. <laughs> I'm pretty sure when you reach Mithra level in the Sapphire Saber You get your own photo shoot and you get to be in the calendar So we'll get our own spread on the on the wall And it's just like pictures of us like making, like doing poses Like putting our fingers on your lips But in full plate armor Like every single one yeah, I'm like, I'm like, oh, I like yeah. turn around like this and I do one of these But, but yeah, in full, in full armor uh, Yes that's that's the January picture. Mister's <laughs> uh, January. It'll be the three of us. Sponsorship. Now that I have that mental image in my head, let's go. Let's go fight some zombies. Let's go kill some zombies. So it looks like altogether there are probably about three dozen men who end up coming. Looking out towards the south through the fields, you can see this dark mass moving in the distance at the top of some distant hill. There's that many of them? You can't tell anywhere close to how many there are, but listening in, it sounds like there's probably dozens, if not hundred or Ooh, more. Oh, boy. I, wow. I <clears throat> clear my throat and I look around. Uh, listen up, everybody. Uh, <laughs> does anybody have a whole bunch of fire by any chance? <laughs> I've got a torch. Yeah, <laughs> All right. Torches around. There's a start. Okay, everybody make sure you have a torch before we head out. Everybody have at least one torch, if not two. I've got this stick that I can light on fire. <laughs> well, light that on fire. Anything you can light on fire that will keep burning, do that. One of the men speaks up says, My field's down there. If we have all that fire, we're going to lose all of my crops. If we don't have that fire, you're going to lose all of you. And the town. How flammable are your crops exactly? Because <laughs> now that you mention it, that's a great tactic. <laughs> One of the older men speaks up. Yeah, who put you in charge? We're just here trying to protect our families. You're outsiders. What gives you the right to tell us and lead us into battle against? You know what? Sure, someone says that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're all just doing the voices of the NPCs now. Yeah, you're right. I guess uh, maybe bronze level uh, members of the Sapphire Saber aren't welcome around here. And I flash my badge and I say, well, guys, sorry, I guess we can't help. I guess you're going to have to use your rusty spears and pitchforks. Yeah, to, and, we, uh, and we storm off. Yeah. And then we, we storm off like about 50 yards, and then we turn back to see if they're going to like come after us. <laughs> no, we, we turn around, and they're like charging at the zombies. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, no, 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 don't do that. <laughs> I guess we should follow them. <laughs> guess we should go save them now. No, come back. We need all the help we can get. Okay, well, uh, just for the record, I'm not in charge. I'm just trying to throw out some ideas here to help people, okay? It's just, uh, you know, just general, like, making things better for all of us. So let's do some simple math here. So there's a mass of them and a small cluster of us. Yes. So somebody, preferably the older members of the town, need to run deep into the zombie horde and distract some while we pick off the stragglers. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, that seems like a way for the Bring old people to be... your oldest town member. Yeah, I mean, it seems like a way to call the old people from the town. I'm pretty old. 
You could use me as bait, but I don't know if I'll make it into the horn very fast. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Well, the thing that the guy said brings up a good point. If that's his field and he's got crops there, why don't we wait for them to come to us? We take the high ground and mm-hmm. hold our position. We spread out, make sure everybody's got torches. We'll mm. split the zombie horde. But this isn't Nafton, Tokus. We can't split. Oh, yeah, we can't use yeah, that technique here. We can't here. split anything here. It's against the rules of, of combat. But literally, if we can split the zombie horde, we have better chances. So we need to split into two groups, at least. Yeah, we should spread ourselves out thin, like in a long line, and let them kind of disperse into us. It'll be easier to... And then we'll fix bayonets and swing like a door. Yes, I like it. Perfect. I like it. So get everybody with a bladed weapon over on one side. No, Azo, you're, you're speaking gospel truth here, brother. <laughs> we get everybody with a bladed weapon on one side and everybody with a torch on the other. And we'll, we'll engage in a pincer formation. So you think they're going to be drawn to the light? Yeah, they'll be drawn to the fire. Or they'll be drawn to the blades. Either way, then whichever side they're drawn to, the other side just swings around. And then we 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 throw them in between us. Well, the side that gets to hinge, as you're proposing, like a sort of like like a clamp, like a hinge, that side that comes in gets flanking. Right. Exactly. Except when you're talking groups this large... Flanking doesn't really apply at that level, <laughs> but it it could it it could apply from a from a morale perspective. Have we no hunters and archers in this city town? There are a handful of trained warriors and hunters. Okay, and they have bows. Yeah, are they bowed? Uh, yeah, there are a few bows you can see. Okay, wonderful. I need everybody to take off their shirts. Everybody, take off your tunic. <laughs> Shaba, there's no time for that right no, now. No, no, that, that's, that's, my, that's my point. We need cloth, and we need fire, and we need oil, okay? So let's get some oil, let's put the cloth in it, let's wrap our arrows in that fiery oil cloth, and let's start shooting at them. So we need everybody who's not firing a bow, start making fire arrows. Shaba, you're proposing a coordinated attack with an uncoordinated mob of civilians. You should let Aslo handle this. Thane said that the archers were trained, so we're going to go with that. People can rip fabric into strips and douse it in oil. That should not be hard. Also, we shouldn't shoot fiery arrows into that guy's field. Right. We're not. We're going to, like I said, we're going to take the high ground. We're going to wait for them to come, and we'll shoot them as they're on their way up toward the village. I like some of what's going on. I like breaking into groups. Aslo could hang out with the healers and the spellcasters, and I'll lead the people that have, like, trash can shields. <laughs> I don't think they have those. These are, like, peasant farmers. I don't think that they've <laughs> with got... pitchforks and torches, yeah. Um, a few of them look like, like I said, there are some trained people in here. Do some of them have shields and armor? Yeah, there's, like, there's two older men, probably in their 40s or 50s, who look like they're seasoned veterans of some sort. Can I, can I greet them? Can I shake their hands? I want their names. Well, we don't have time to for pleasantries right now, Tokus. Well, I'm going with those two. We're going to lead the battle, the three of us. I will lead by example and take off my tunic and say, fetch oil flasks from the, uh, from the inn. And I start tearing my tunic into, sh- into long strips and wrapping them around my arrows. Bishaba, that's your only shirt. I don't care. I'm trying to organize these people. I'm trying to get them to do something instead of standing around while the zombies come. We need to be acting right now. Hasla, what do you think about all this? Shabba's kind of taking the lead here. I say we just start firing now and try and pick off as many as we can. Despite destroying that dude's field? No, not with fire. We just, that's what I'm saying, is just start shooting now. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we, we, Aslo, me, and the people that don't have bows, we'll go get you the oil. You guys start shooting. We'll meet you back here in a few cycles of the sun. Okay. <laughs> I figured the zombies were still too far off to, to actually shoot with any hope of accuracy. Yeah, at this distance, you can't really hit them, but they are closing in. I'll give you a time limit here. It will probably be close to 10 minutes before they get to you. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize it was that yes. long. I thought it was like a 30 seconds or something. So we have time to make preparations. Okay. In that case, yeah, let's do the fire thing, Chapa said. Okay, you see a couple of the other men seem to be on board with the plan. One person speaks up and says, but what exactly is the fire going to do if we're not shooting it into the field? It's just going to land in the dirt and go out, isn't it? No, we're going to shoot it at the zombies so that it will take flame and bring them down. It will continually do damage to them until they get here, or before they get, and kill them before they get here. 
chemically speaking, even a dead corpse, it takes some time to ignite. Dead corpses have clothes on. Yeah, their clothes will burn. Their clothes will burn, and they're too far away to shoot at now, like I said. So we have time. Let's make fire arrows. Shrava learns fire arrow. <laughs> yeah. Well, realistically speaking, fire arrows also go out like 80 or 90% of the time as soon as they're shot. Huh. Ooh, ooh. Wait, <laughs> maybe we should be using the oil in a different way. See, I thought we were going to draw a line of oil and then light and make like a firewall. And then that buys more time for us to shoot normal arrows. And then when the zombies come around the fire, because they will, they'll split to go around the fire. Or they might be too stupid and they just walk straight through it. If they walk <laughs> through it, great. As long as we have some way of delivering a lot of fire to the zombies, I don't care what we do. That's the point, is to get the zombies <laughs> on fire. Let's start pumping some fire. Oil, I mean. Let's get some oil. So I grab a barrel of oil, and I realize it's way too heavy for me, and I say, I need some help, guys. <laughs> Hoist it over your head with one hand. Yeah, I'd say we can all go back to the tavern and get oil. <clears throat> We've got time. Grab whatever oil you can find. Okay, so people go back to the taverns and grab barrels of oil and ale and... Mm -hmm. Anything high alcoholic. As long as it can burn, but not your children. Yes. <laughs> but your children's oil, yes. After four or five minutes, you have like a good dozen large barrels of various flammable liquids. This is perfect. We could go scorched earth and have people walking across the field, not in the crops, but like the field coming up to where we are, just dousing it with oil and then just light it. Light it up. I like shaping it, like a shape, whether it's like a wall or like a like a half circle would be kind of cool. We just need a deterrent. We need to buy more time for your archers, you, Shaba, and the archers to, to let loose and at least make them equal numbers with us because we're not, we're not going to be able to hand-to-hand -hand combat that many zombies. Yeah, I think spreading it out over a distance rather than just having a single wall of fire that they just walk through once will be more effective. Yeah, let's make a couple, uh, like, half circles, almost, or uh, crescent moon shapes. Are you proposing just, like, a big pyre, like, almost like a circle of flame, and we stand on the other side of the circle, and they have to walk through it? Right? No, I think what Aslo just said, a, a series of sort of concentric rings, like, not rings, but arc, arc shapes. Half circles, yeah. So, like, arc 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 no like all in in one as if they're portions of an increasingly large circle so like the volume icon <laughs> yes, yes exactly yeah like the volume icon in 10 minutes we grabbed oil and we poured it in this very specific formation and lit it on fire <laughs> you got about five minutes to start pouring it all out the way you want all right team a you're gonna pour this way <laughs> team b uh, most of the men who don't have a whole lot of training seem like they're willing to follow your instructions because you have an idea of what you're doing uh, the two men who look like they're old retired warriors have also gathered a group of other people together, and they're giving their own instructions. And it looks like they're gathering most of the archers up, like, on top of nearby rooftops to be firing down into the group. And nice. uh, they're also, like, doing quick arrangements and drilling of the hand-to-hand -hand combatants to try to get them ready to actually fight. How close are the zombies now at this point in, like, estimated feats? Well, after you've got everything poured out, they're like four or five hundred feet away. So they'll be there in another minute or two. Okay. Yeah, I've got to gotta keep waiting for ranged attacks. And I do get my light crossbow ready. Okay, let's have a line of archers line up uh, near the center of the outermost arc. And then have some people on the fringes getting ready to light it with the torches. I I'm actually... Gonna head for one of the rooftops, guys. I forgot. I've got a pretty long range. Mm. Okay. How close are we to the buildings? The town center is not all that far from the field. There's like 150 feet, maybe 200 feet of space between the two. Okay. You have that kind of range, Tokus? Can you comfortably attack from 200 feet away without taking disadvantage? Uh, no. My distance is 120. Okay. So, yeah. So the roofs are too, too a little too far back for you at this point okay so i don't hop on a roof but i want to join in the ranged attack festivities yeah you can get in line for sure all right and then we'll have the um melee fighters uh for now they'll be directly behind the archers so that when we fall back through their ranks they'll be ready to meet the zombies as soon as they come out of the fire field 
We'll, we'll get, leave a little bit of distance between us and the fire so that they can mount a bit of a charge, get some momentum going, uh, and then we will be able to bolster them. All right. Oh, guys, I just realized my role in this fight. I'm a genius, remember? <laughs> the invisible voice in the sky was saying that we can't light the barrels of oil with a fire arrow. I can light the oil. Uh. A flammable object hit by this spell ignites if it isn't being worn or carried. Oil isn't worn or carried. <laughs> Unless you're carrying it. Well, sometimes it's carried, but it's never <laughs> worn or read all over. Okay, so then you wait till the zombies get like halfway through that field of oil yep. that we've... The front runners get like right into the midst of it and then just set that sucker. Light it up. Let it go. All right, now I ready, I ready my violapult. You've arranged it so that all of the oil lines, they're all connected, so just one fire will set it all off? Yeah, all the connect. It's like the domino effect. Right. And Tokus, yeah. one last thing. Don't miss. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm going to punch you if you if you screw this up. <laughs> I'm not going to miss, guys. I've got a randomized D20 this time. I can't lose. If we all die, I'm going to be so mad at but you. But maybe you should like <laughs> yeah. make me feel better about my self-esteem. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tokus, don't miss. And I give you Bardic Inspiration. <laughs> uh, the archers begin shooting as soon as they get it somewhere close to being in range i'll join in of course yep same here since you're firing into a kind of large mass of them i don't know if you need to make an attack roll specifically i'm fine with just taking the average among all of you it looks like you're taking out probably four or five every round oh like down not just taking damage like the zombies are down yeah, a few lucky shots here and there. Yeah, I mean, we've got a couple, what, a couple dozen archers, maybe? A dozen? There's probably about a dozen archers altogether. Mm. Seasoned archers. Like, this is how they feed their family kind of archers. <laughs> yeah. They could hit a squirrel from a mile away. <laughs> if it meant that little Susie would have dinner that night. <laughs> hey, my daughter's name is little Susie. The zombies are slowly being picked off by these arrows, but most of them are still coming closer. And when they hit about 150 feet or so, that's where you're lighting the, the oil. Yeah, I'm, I'm standing within 120 feet of the oil, right? Yeah. All right, make sure I am. All right, and I ready one of my vials into the vial pole. <laughs> and ah. with a kathunk, because that's the sound that it makes, like a little, like, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is that including the Bardic Inspiration? Uh, yeah, I'm going to roll the Inspiration. An additional one point. Thirteen. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, that hits something. Every little bit helps. <laughs> well, fortunately, you're attacking a spot on the ground that's not trying to dodge. <laughs> you're attacking, like, a huge... You're attacking a field, let's face it. <laughs> if you can't hit that, we're in real trouble. Yeah, you send out your little fire bolt. You launch it into the oil, and it bursts into flame, and you can see it spreading at fairly rapid pace yeah. to the nearby oil and alcohol. Way back in the day in the mine, remember when we had that thing try to eat us, and I sprayed it with sugar? That's what I was trying to do. Yep, it's just like that. Just, just, exactly, just exactly like that. Exactly like that, yeah. Totally. <laughs> you guys, you know what I'm getting at, Shaba? Sorry, you're too busy <laughs> shooting. I tell the story to Aslo. Aslo, you know what I'm getting at. <laughs> Innovative solutions to uh, complex, complex problems. problems. Complex problems. That's right. Yes. All right. Keep pouring it on, lads. I give them a little bit of a pep talk. Keep firing. Don't stop. Well, so you still have like two barrels that are unused because you didn't have enough time and people to spread them out. So they're just kind of positioned in front of the fire close to you. Roll them down the hill. <laughs> can we kick them and roll them? Yeah, can we roll them down the hill so that they hit the fire and explode? And then I'll shoot a moving target this time. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Sick, I like it. Yeah, maybe if we can get it to run into a zombie, they'll stop it, and then it'll catch fire in the middle of the field there. Yeah, why don't we roll them toward the fire, and then if they don't explode, you try to hit them and make them explode. I like Aslo's idea. We wait till a zo like it runs into a zombie, then it'll slow down or stop, and then I shoot it. All right, so you take the two barrels and put them on their side and just kick, shove them down the hill. <laughs> no, 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 more like an aimed push. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, kicking sounds like fun, but no, we, 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 <laughs> we're very strategic with how we aim it, and I measure the uh, circumference 
of the barrel and I start to calculate the distance and the angle at which we need to give it a push and how much Newton force it needs. Right. right. <laughs> After I do all that quick calculation. And then you push and it hits a rock three feet in front of you and you're <laughs> oh, correct. No, my math. <laughs> to waste. <laughs> Dang it, guys. Is that being left up to Tokus to actually push the barrels and do all that? Yeah, whoever's not shooting uh, ranged weapons can, can work on that. Mm-hmm. Guys, if we push the bills of the zombies and explode them, we might have a chance. So I rally some peasants to do it. Looking through the field of fire, it's hard to tell how many of the zombies have actually been hit by it and how many are still coming. You see shapes moving through the flames, but with all those layers, you can't get much detail. Dude, guys, this is the awesomest battle we've had so far. <laughs> this is pretty sweet. This is almost on the level with the ship battle. It's pretty epic. Just like in terms of scale. Get it scale because they were fish people. (laughs) (laughs) The Damage Guild Podcast Chaotic Incredible. Hey, what's up, all you cool cats and chicks out there? It's DJ Dual Wield coming at you live, spinning all the top hits from Nanept all the way to the Verdant Ridge. Uh, Actually, it's just Brian Stout here, the voice of Aslo. Listen, I just wanted to tell you about a little thing that we have called Discord. We have some channels where you can come and talk to us. Go to our website, thedamageguild.com, and up at the top you'll see a row of nifty-looking icons. Click on the little controller symbol up at the top of the screen. It's got eyes and a little smile, so he's a happy little controller there. That'll take you straight to our Discord channels. We've got a few channels in there, like the Welcome Channel and Introductions and uh, even D&D Advice, where you can go in and ask uh, advice about how to create characters or how uh, some of the DMs in our group build worlds. And what's really cool about this is that it gives you guys a chance to talk to us and us a chance to talk to you. There's already been a lot of really great discussions going on there. Um, We've already met a lot of you listeners and that's just been really, really cool for me to just to get to be able to to talk to you guys one-on-one. It kind of functions like a, a chat room. If you were alive back when those were a thing, Uh, That is to say, a bunch of people can be in there talking to each other, but it also sort of functions like a forum. Those are still around, right? In the sense that you can go back all the way through and read other people's comments, read the discussions. You can jump in at any time, leave a message, or have an active conversation going with someone. It's just been really cool to be able to see uh, the kinds of things that people are talking about. You know, the whole reason that we're doing this is for you guys, of course. We, We love what we do. We love the fact that we get to hang out together and play D&D and then record it and turn it into a show. But if it wasn't for you guys, we might as well not record it and not turn it into a show because, you know, then we would just be playing by ourselves down in a cold, dark basement somewhere. So please stop by, say hi, join in on the conversation. Again, we would love to hear from you guys. That's thedamageguild.com. Click the controller symbol up at the top of the screen. Thanks again so much for listening, guys. As always, we love you. We hope you're having a great time doing what you do. And now, back to the show. You are listening to the Damage Guild Podcast. Yeah, I think we just roll them toward like the biggest clump that we can see. So we have the highest odds of hitting one of them. All right, so I'm going to make a couple attack rolls for the barrels here. See how well they're aimed. So yeah, one of them veers off course pretty quickly. Oh no. Okay, Uh, wait. I take out my lash, and I will try to grab the barrel. (laughs) It's like a ten foot reach, isn't it? Yeah. Well, (laughs) how far away does it start to veer? (laughs) Zogus goes running after it. (laughs) No, wait, come back! Flaming barrel! And we never hear from him again. I think it veers off probably after it's already passed through the first layer of fire. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So that's where it veers, all right. Yeah. The other one seems to be getting close enough to one of the groups. But regardless, the two split off in different directions. I was going to, like, ride the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> one of them strikes the lead zombie in one large cluster, who just kind of gets barreled over. joke. Yeah, got that one in the back pocket. Boom! That was great. So you see the barrel just bounces as it hits him and knocks him over and rolls to a stop. 
and it seems like it's right inside one of the lines of fire. Is it going to explode on its own, hopefully? Dude, let the DM tell us what happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited. Uh, The second barrel rolls through and misses most of the clusters of zombies and ends up just sitting in the middle with fire all around it, but it's not really doing anything where it is. Hit it. Mm. Hit it, Tokus. Give it a good smack. Is it my turn? We're not really going in turn order so far. Yeah, we're not really in initiative right now. It'll be still a couple of rounds, or like five more rounds or something before they get to you. Guys, the barrel didn't blow up. Do it. Hit it. You know what you have to do, Tokus. <sighs> I'll have to sacrifice myself. So I start running at the barrel. No, 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 Tokus, no, 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 not, no this, not that. Yeah, just, sh- you have that thing that you built that shoots stuff, remember? It's attached right, to your right, arm. Right, Yeah, you d- right, use right. that one. Okay, so I, instead, I take a fire vial out of my bandolier, load it into the vial pole, and fire. That was a really, really bad roll. Gosh. That's an eight. I can't say that I'm jealous that your character is part of two guilds. I'm jealous of how freaking cool all your gadgets are. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool. But you have a, you have a badger. That's it's, true. It's Aslo who should be jealous. He has nothing but a broken past. <laughs> I have nothing. No family. <laughs> no family. No home. <laughs> Nowhere to go. At least you have your knives, your murderous, murderous knives to keep you company. You know what Aslo has? A great business full of wonderful employees. Talented, too. That's true. That's true. You got a point there. Our our wonderfulness is a result of his investment in us. He owns our wonderfulness. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> He's also got a strong working knowledge of how to cook uh, banana pancakes. With dirt. With dirt. That's a plus. Nobody can pull that off except for Aslo. He's got a lot going for him. Oh, we better beat these zombies so we can enjoy more of those pancakes, Aslo. And then I uh, wait for another imaginary round since we're not on initiative and I try to shoot again. All right. So which one are you trying to shoot? I'm trying to shoot the one that didn't blow up. Neither of them has exploded so far. Well, the one that didn't end up in the fire. Right. Yeah. Because that one, I hope, is going to explode on its own. Yeah, take another shot. Okay. Well, wait, should I not be shooting the one that veered off because maybe it's not near enough zombies? No, shoot the one that's not in the fire. Okay, okay. So, I load another vial. You can see there are some zombies close to it. It's just not at, like, a big group of them. Before I make the shot, I'm going to make some micro-adjustments to the vial of bolt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, you need to adjust that cog over on the left there needs a good quarter turn. All right, well, let me get my tools out. So I fiddle with it a little bit, the calibration, because surely it's not my aim. <laughs> it's not my fault that it didn't hit. Right. <laughs> okay. Just needs a few and adjustments. I try again. Twelve. All right, it's a fairly large target. So you fire off another bolt at it. And this one strikes the barrel. The barrel itself catches fire and starts to smolder somewhat. It hasn't exploded yet, but it looks like it might spread and blow up sometime soon. Mm. Hit it again! Shop, I only have so many things, <laughs> so many of these made. How many of those things do you have, Tokus? The one that was in the fire, you see it finally explode and send pieces of wood shrapnel flying everywhere. Does it take out some of the zombies? <laughs> and then causes a chain reaction? The zombies that were around it are coated in fire now, yes. like napalm nice. almost. It's not going to last all that long, most likely, but it does some serious damage for the moment. And you see several of them are kind of blown back onto the ground, into the field and such. At this point, you see the first few coming towards you. Some of the ones that were in the front that didn't go through most of the flames, because they hadn't been lit yet. And they're just breaching the front line of fire. Alright, I will aim an arrow at the flaming barrel, and see if puncturing it will cause it to catch fire. Okay. (laughs) Guess what, I also got a 12. Hey. <laughs> okay. So you strike the barrel, your arrow sticks into it, and over the next couple of seconds you can see like this trail of fire sprouting from it. So it's just kind of spitting flaming liquid out into the surrounding area. <laughs> it's like like one of those uh those pipelines that catches fire. <laughs> spewing gasoline. <laughs> Alright, let's go into actual initiative as Wait, they before we go into initiative, I have a response. Because I'm holding up two blue mana. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Counterspell? Can I do a quick assessment of the morale? Because, okay, so the zombies have breached our fire defenses. Can I do a quick check on the townsmen? See how they're looking? Sure. Give me an insight check. 
20. That was a natty 20. Mm. I know their pasts, their futures, <laughs> everything they've ever done. <laughs> you can tell that a lot of them are scared. The melee fighters in particular don't look very thrilled to be about to charge <laughs> into the fire. But they're not nearly as demoralized as they could be, considering the situation. Oh, okay, that's good. Uh, I'm going to nudge Aslo with my newfound insight, and I'm going to say, Aslo, maybe it's time for a speech because we're about to lead the march, you and me, right? Yes, you're right. The charge, yeah. And er, by the yeah, way, you're the not charge. charging into the fire. You're waiting till the zombies come out of the fire <laughs> yeah. and charging them. Yeah, but they're starting to come through the flame. Right. Yeah, so I, uh, I take a step back so that I'm behind everybody, and I start pacing back and forth with my arms uh, behind my back, and I say, Men... This is the night. This is the night that we prove ourselves. To our families, to our homes, and for everything that we hold dear. To our cows? To our cows and our fields and our wheat. We must <laughs> prove that we are men of valor. And if there are any women among us, women of valor, too. <laughs> and if there now, are any children? Don't charge directly into the fire, because then you'll catch on fire, and that will not be good. <laughs> But instead, wait until the zombies have come out of the fire, <laughs> and then and then charge. Now, who's with me? And I let out a, a gnomish battle cry. Yeah. The crowd responds with a shout. Should I make a some kind of persuasion roll? Uh, that would be a persuasion. I say, heavens me, that was a wonderful speech. <laughs> I do declare. Uh, that's going to be an 18 plus 9. 27. Oh! Yeah. Nine? Good Because I got the double of, uh, double of my proficiency oh. on that skill. Mmm, yeah. <laughs> These dudes are psyched. They're ready to kamikaze themselves. <laughs> so, yeah, the morale... As Tokus has been observing, skyrockets mm. as you give your speech. <laughs> and the men shout and raise their weapons. <laughs> we don't need weapons anyway! They just throw them and just <laughs> <laughs> start punching them in the face. <laughs> just rip off a zombie arm and start using that as a weapon. So you gotta dropkick a zombie like 20 feet back. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they just start like picking up chairs and breaking them over the zombie head, and then just DDTing them. <laughs> Drop the people's elbow on him. One guy picks up a zombie and swings it overhead and throws it like thirty feet in the air. I feel great. I've never felt this good before. All of a sudden, we have a sumo wrestler like we didn't know about, and he just like starts sumo wrestling the zombies. Flies through the air. <laughs> Butt stops uh, the zombie. Where's that guy from? I didn't see him earlier. I don't know how, because he's so I don't big. Know. He just came out of nowhere. <laughs> just barreling him over. As they shout and raise their weapons up, they charge towards the fire and you know, spears ready to plunge them into the first wave of zombies. <sighs> Let's go with initiative, though. <laughs> it's exhausted. Oh, gosh, battle. Trying to keep us under control. Oh, man, I rolled another five. All right. Uh, I'm going on an 8. Ooh, that'll be an 11 for Aslo. 20. 18 plus 2. This is the first time I get to charge first in a battle, so I'm psyched because of Aslo's speech. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, so you're the first one to reach the line of zombies. Or not really a line of them, but line of fire. Uh, so I'm running towards them? Yes, apparently. Alright, I'm going to action, action surge, and I'm going to... I can spell cast with my action surge, can't I? Yes. Okay, I will lightning lure the first zombie that's within range. So I have to be within 15 feet or less. If I'm successful and they fail a strength check, I pull them towards me, five, sorry, 10 feet. And if they're within five feet of me, when the pulling is finished, they take one D8 of lightning damage. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh. Okay. It's like a get over here. Yeah, it is. The ones that are emerging from the fire here, their clothes are burning in several places, and the zombies themselves have already taken considerable damage. I am pulling a flaming zombie towards me. <laughs> All right. 
<laughs> let's let's rawhide one of these zombies. So I give it a nice lasso <laughs> toss. I love that he's on fire and he's potentially about to get electrocuted. This zombie has had a real rough day. <laughs> it's a tough day at the office for this guy. Let's see what other types of elemental damage we can do. So you lasso him and pull him towards you and deal your damage. Nice. Oh, he failed his strength check. Yes. Finally. <laughs> Four points. The whip singes him further as it electrocutes him, but he's still standing in front of you. But now he's five feet within me, right? Yeah. Okay, perfect. All right, with my other hand, using my normal action, I'm going to skewer him. Okay. That is a 14 to hit. That hits. Three points. You pull him in, electrocute him, and skewer him on your sword, and the zombie leans forward down your blade and gets right in your face. Oh. <laughs> he just impaled himself further. Yeah, it's like leaning down the sword onto you. A, a flaming electrocuted zombie kebab <laughs> in my blade. Uh, Get it off! It's actually the zombie's turn. No, no. Uh-uh. He attempts to slam into you with his fists, flaming fists. Uh, can I react now? You can use your reaction if you have one. Yeah. I'll react with shield, so with my free hand, some sort of weird, like, you guys have no idea what I'm doing, but some sort of strange, like, electrical force field of awesome happens, somehow. Dude. Whoa. I shout over to you, Tokus, you've become really cool. What happened? <laughs> I know! I push this button on my armor and this thing happens. Okay, tell me about it later. Okay. Fight <laughs> the zombie. Just focus on staying alive right now. Yeah, but I, I hold my hand out kind of like Iron Man style, and it just goes... <laughs> All right, hmm. so your force field expands in front of you, and you see the zombie just kind of bang into it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And it doesn't get in any effective blows. And I'm out of spell slots now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> But it was really cool. Yeah. I had a really cool turn. Totally worth it. And two others also come up, try to attack through your shield, but ineffectively. So that's what it feels like to be a spellcaster. You feel, like, super awesome. For five minutes. And then you feel completely useless. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Exactly. At least I still have my rapier. I call out, now you know how it feels. Can I go rest somewhere and come back? Yeah, except the, the difference is that after you run out of spells, you're still a fighter underneath. Yeah, exactly. That's true. You're not just a dude holding a guitar. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or a stick. Yeah, you really burned through your resources. You did your action surge and both spell slots all in the first round of combat. <laughs> That's right. But I, but I, I didn't kill a zombie. But I looked really cool. I haven't burned through everything. I still have my second wit. You see, a handful of other zombies have now met with the line of approaching men and started to attack. And Aslo, it's your turn. Uh, so rules question. How do con saves work for zombies? They have a constitution just like anything else. Oh, they do. Okay. No, I thought All in right. 3.5 <laughs> they didn't, right? The undead don't have yeah. constitution scores? Well, I imagine they're crummy constitutions is what Thane's getting at. I don't know. I don't know how it works in 5th ed. He can't tell us, of course. No, of course. I'm just saying I would assume that they're crummy. <laughs> they have low self-esteem. Yeah, the first um, waves are starting to come through the flames, right? Yeah. You see, there's probably a little more than half a dozen that have come through so far, and three of them are on Tokus because he was in front. Oh, man. Oh, I have three on me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe I should have dodged. I'm going to quickly dash forward, and because I want to feel cool like Tokus, I also hold up my hand within about ten feet of the other three zombies. You said there's about half a dozen. And then say, don't come any closer, and I'll cast Thunder Wave. <laughs> Ooh, that's cool. So, all three of them make a con save. DC is what? It's 15. See, all three of them get blasted backwards into the fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buddy. And they also take 10 thunder damage. Sweet. Appreciate the, the assistance. Do you, do you start singing, Thunderbolt and lightning, very, very frightening. <laughs> very, very frightening. Galileo. <laughs> Magnifico. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> We're just going to sing the whole song out of <laughs> I think I've only heard that song actually once in its entirety. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> oh. It's not one I particularly cared for, so... 
So classic, <laughs> especially the uh, the Muppets version. <laughs> one of the greatest compositions of modern rock music. Yeah, that's a good one. Which I was reminded of, thanks to Tyler. <laughs> so you throw them back, and you see two of them collapse behind the firewall and don't come back up. All right. The other one staggers to its feet. You don't come back, or you'll taste the wrath of Aslo. <laughs> That's right, Aslo. You go get him. And I, I step back a little bit, remembering that I'm afraid, very, very afraid of the undead. <laughs> yeah, if I have any movement left, I'll, I'll take a few steps back as well. And then with my bonus action, I will turn back to Shaba, and I will say, Your Adam's apple is like a delicious Granny Smith. And I'll give you Bardic Inspiration. Oh, thank you. I always thought it was more red delicious, but I'll take it. Pick your flavor. Some of the other men who are in the melee group with you run at the ones in front of Tokus and skewer them multiple times. Nice. You see two more of them drop down. Yeah. Good job, man. Drinks on us tonight if you come back alive. <laughs> Death, fire, and blood. Shaba just Shaba's eyes roll back into his head. He <laughs> ah, just goes into a rage. <laughs> You also see at this point, the barrel that hadn't yet exploded finally explodes. Nice. Yeah. Uh-oh. Were we close to it? The fire spreads even farther in the back there. See a few more zombies get blown back by that blast. Like, what kind of blast is it? Like, does it shake the ground kind of blast? Like, there's smoke everywhere? It definitely hurts your ears with the pound of shockwave. Like, we're close enough that it freaks us out. We're like, oh, mm. good thing mm. we weren't standing over there. Yeah, we were too yeah, far yeah. to be hit by the shrapnel or anything oh, okay we're like that's pretty cool <laughs> yeah i'll say so there's only like there's one in front of tokus and another one that has straggled out of the fire and hasn't been killed yet and shabo it's your turn all right i lift my voice archers fall back and we we fall back to get out of the way of the melee keep our distance and then i continue shooting pick your shots men make them count uh, that is a 19 plus 7, so that's a 26 to hit. That definitely hits. For 14 damage. As I mark, oh, as wow. I mark a random zombie. One of the ones that's in melee range or just out in the field? Uh, a close one. Okay. I try to envision what marking means. Like, do you wink at the zombie or is like just like in your mind, like a <laughs> mental mark? Probably like a mental like target that crosshairs that like focuses in on them. Do you kind of like do one of these, Jay? I go, hey, over here! And when it turns its head, I shoot it through the eye. So your arrow flies true and strikes it straight through the head, pierces its brain, and the zombie falls back. Nice. <laughs> Ha-cha! Uh, how close is the closest zombie to me? Um, if you stepped back and Tokus rushed forward... Probably, like, 40 feet. Okay, Stripey is staying right here. His, tur- <laughs> his turn is over. Thank you. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> then, before we go back to Tokus's turn, the three of you, looking out over the field, you can see that a lot of the zombies are just fallen in the fire. Nice. Since you said it after they were already halfway through, large groups of them have been continuing to try to pass through the fire and just collapsing mm. before they even get to you. Just- taking lots of fire damage. That's mm-hmm. good news. However, nice. you could also can see that some of the parts of the fire trails are starting to die out. Mm. Not as good news. <laughs> More oil! Quick! <laughs> but the town has none left! We've used every drop the town had at its disposal. I've got it. We'll burn the town and have the zombies walk through the smoldering <laughs> yes. houses. Perfect. And dollhouses. And children's toys. It looks like you've probably taken out more than half of them already just with the fire. Yeah, but, but they outnumbered us before then, so like now we're like almost on even numbers is what you're saying. Eh, probably still more of them than you, but they're also mostly on fire. So that's the situational update. Tokus. No two people are not on fire. <laughs> no two zombies, anyway. So I got two zombies on me? Um, no. There's only one left. And it's the one that's currently impaled on your sword. Yeah, okay, I'm going to kick him off my sword. <laughs> I'm going to give him a nice shove, so that's a strength check, well, right? No, just... I'm going to shove him off of my... Just do it. Okay, so I'm going to get my sword back. And um, I am going to clang my rapier on my shield a few times and say, Come and, come and get him! And I ready the dodge action. You take the dodge action. 
I take the dodge action. <laughs> Thank you, Aslo. That's a good suggestion. I take the dodge action. Anytime. I say this to my zombie friend. <laughs> I'm going to dodge. So he rushes in to try to punch again, and you deflect it with your shield. Hold fast, men! Another one bursts out of the flames. He stumbles in front of you. Feels Looks like he's about to grab your leg, but he falls down on his face. <laughs> Another four in total come out of the fire, and they start attacking some of the villagers. A couple of them look like they're hit. Villagers get body slammed, but they're all still standing at this point. Um, Aslo. I will... Just take a shot with my crossbow. That would be a 12. That hits. For five. You mean at a random one or? Uh, just whichever one is like closest to hurting somebody. <laughs> okay. We need to be more specific. How about hurting <laughs> me, Brian? <laughs> don't you care? Don't you care about Tokus more than the random townsfolk? Yeah, I'll shoot one of the ones on Tokus. This one, your bolt strikes him, and he just hobbles and has ragged breathing for a few moments, and then collapses. All right. Nice. You shouldn't smoke, kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's like having a crossbolt bolt pierce your through, lung. Through your lungs. <laughs> and then with my bonus action, I'll say, Tokus, your shoulder blades are like my two awesome swords that I have now. Oh, like actual blades? That's a really cool idea. I could install <laughs> blades into the shoulder blades of my armor. And then if I spun around, not only would I kill, like, zombies, like, yeah. whirlwind style, I'd also, like, hurt people when I'm just, like, walking around in town. Yeah, it totally inspires <laughs> It's you. like, oops, sorry, oops, sorry. You could potentially become far more dangerous to the people you love and care about. <laughs> to, to society, a menace. <laughs> Which makes it a great idea. I can't go anywhere, guys, with these sweet shoulder blades. <laughs> The other militiamen are making great progress fighting back the zombies, and they manage to reduce the numbers of ones in front of you, so there's just two left, one on Tokus and one other one. Uh, you see also the, the stronger veteran fighters have moved out to the sides, and they seem to be fighting off some that are circling around the fire, and they're kind of holding those regions. I was afraid of that. Zombies are smarter than we give them credit for. <laughs> Shaba? Wait a minute, I'm an idiot. Lighting lore is a cantrip. I have another spell slot. Uh, you have unlimited lighting lore. Uh, dang it. <laughs> I used the Bardic Inspiration and still only got a, an 11. It does hit. Oh, wow, really? Zombies oh, don't really dodge. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> Alright, that's 13 damage on the one that's on Tokus. So this one also strikes him and... Since he was already kind of on the ground, leaning in for a grab, but he just falls, lets his head slump, and stays on the ground. Nice. Stripey is staying back. Unless any zombies come within, like, 20 feet, he's basically going to be on guard dog duty. He's going to guard the, me in the line of archers for many okay. any zombies that get too close or break past the line. Everyone give me a perception check. 22. 18. 10. Okay, so Shaba and Aslo, you're both looking out at the situation again, and you notice some dark shape up in the sky, kind of moving around, seems to be blocking out stars here and there, but since it's it's late at night and there's no real light up there, you can't tell what it is, but there's something flying around up there. Oh no, I'm so sad that I failed this check, I might have been able to see it. I know what it is. (laughs) Uh-oh. It looks like it's probably... A zombified horse. Well, you can't tell the distance very easily, but you would guess it's at least the size of a horse. Maybe a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Told you. Definitely a flying horse. <laughs> do you do you two inform me of this, or I'm still just down on the ground looking and fighting zombies? Tokus, look, it's a flying horse. <laughs> it's dead. What? It's a bird? It's a plane? Yeah, I don't know what to make of that. I, I'm i sort of speechless. Can I, now that they've drawn my attention to it, can I do a different kind of check? I'll give you a second roll. 16. Okay. Yeah, after another couple of seconds looking up, you spot it too. But with my dark vision, can I, like, see it? No, it's farther away than that. It's a cockatrice come to deliver us an egg for the other quest. <laughs> Perfect! <laughs> yes! Just the right time. I didn't realize they flew. I thought they were chickens. <laughs> so you can see it. It's just kind of moving in a circle up above. Doesn't seem to be doing anything else. Also, looking out over the field, most of the lines of fire are 
dying out now, but mm. in their place, most of the zombies are on fire, and they're kind of spreading it to each other as they push through the masses. So it mm. looks like large portions of them are just collapsing in flaming heaps on the ground, and there's only like two dozen left altogether. <laughs> wow. Nice. And they're also coming across the bodies of the ones who fell ahead of them, too, mm-hmm. and having to stumble over them, probably. <laughs> That's cool. Hey, Aslo. Yeah. I think the townsfolk can handle the rest of the zombies. Why don't we focus on that that thing? But what what is it? We don't even know what it is. What did you guys see? I see it too. So it's Tokus's turn. Well, I know what I'm doing. I'm going to load a fire vial into my vialapult. I'm going to shoot that thing. Wait, what if it's here to help us? What? What if it's here to help us? I'm just going to send a warning shot. As Tokus aims <laughs> skyward, I also aim skyward. And I shout, speak your name or we will harm you. I'm not going to wait for it to tell us who it is. I'm going to let loose. I say, Tokus, wait for it to tell us who it is. <sighs> all right. You are my boss after all. So <laughs> with, my, with my finger on the button, <laughs> I wait. Hold. Hold. Um, are you going to do anything else instead? Because... It's not responding immediately. If it doesn't respond, just shoot it. Okay, I'm gonna let. It, I'm gonna push the button. We gave it its chance. <laughs> the last possible second during my turn. Uh, you said hold tight, but <laughs> okay. it had five and a half seconds to say something. Fifteen. It's 120 feet range, if that's relevant here, which it might be. So dark vision, 60 feet. So I figured that I might be in range for this attack, but but maybe not. I did say it was a warning shot, in fairness. I think it's probably beyond your range. Yeah, I, I figured. It's okay. So you just fire a warning shot a little... Yeah, like, I, I, net it, I let it know who's boss. <laughs> I think that's worth a fire vial. Send a message. Yeah. So, I fire a bolt of vials, a vial of bolt. Is that also a cantrip, by the way? Yes. Oh, okay, cool. My, my cantrips, uh, Aslo, are fire bolt and lightning lure. Nice. I want to drag somebody off a cliff or something. That'll be fun. That's totally why I picked this. Pull people into pits. Pull people into water. Pull people off of buildings. Pull children out of wells. Don't push the electric button. <laughs> Little Timmy's caught in a well. Don't worry, I've got him. Don't worry. I just tangle it down the well. Well, as long as they're not within five feet of me, they don't get shocked. You know, the serving wench hasn't come by our table in a while. Uh, give me a <laughs> moment. like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a real regular Indiana Jones with a, with a steampunk flair. A few more zombies. Looks like probably some of the last ones that you might have to face directly cross the barrier, and one of them manages to finally land a solid blow on Tokus. Or it reaches out with one hand, grabs your shoulder, and then punches you in the face oh, for man. seven points of damage. Ouch. Oof. Oof. I'll take seven points of damage. And the others are attacking your other defenders. Get a few hits, but again, they're holding the line pretty well. Aslo? Yeah, I'm just going to keep shooting at the at the zombies. So, is there another one by Tokus? You mean the one that just punched me in the face with a flaming fist of zombie justice? Yes. Yeah, that one. <laughs> I'll shoot him. Uh, that would be a 15 to hit. And 6 damage. So you shoot it, but it stays up. It seems to be shrugging off the fire and the bolts. So there's now, instead of a wall of fire in front of you, there's a wall of flaming zombies that are just lying on the ground. <laughs> so now it's Java's turn. Um, how how far away is the flying thingy majingi? Estimates around 200 feet. Yeah, it's further than 120 feet from me, and you're like 40 feet behind me, Shava. All right, don't matter then. I shoot at a zombie. Thirteen to hit. Okay, hit. Uh, four eleven. And that brings this one down. And at this point, the few that were up working their way through the fire before are dwindling, and it looks like they're pretty much going to take themselves out by just not putting out the fire. The flying creature up above circles around a couple of times, and as soon as there's, it's pretty clear that the zombies aren't really going to have any effect here. It just flies off towards the south. Huh. Flies away? We didn't even get to see what it was. Yeah. What was it doing? Do you think it was just observing? It flies away when the zombies lose? When the, it's it's going to report the results of the zombie fight. 
It has a master. What? As soon as it's there's only like five zombies left, and it's pretty clear that the townspeople are just going to take care of them all, then it just flies off. Dude, yeah, it must be Dude. some kind of spy. Some kind of aerial... Do you think they might be related uh, to the cult? I didn't realize they had tech like that. Yeah, that's what I'm starting to think. It's either like some creature that they've possessed to, to work for them, or it's like a mount that they are flying, like a Nazgul. Yeah, maybe there was a cultist on its back, we just couldn't see it. They were observing yeah. us, gathering data, trying to find a weakness. Now they know all our secret weapons. Yeah. And our tactics. I'll have to make new gadgets now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap, I've already picked my cantrips now. What? No. Oh, no. Uh, screw this stupid vial of pulp. It's no good to us anymore. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah, we'll have to get you a new uh, pet because they know about Stripey, too. You know, I, I thought that after what happened at Aslo's house, getting out of town for a few days might be a good idea. But it looks like the cult is following us no matter where we go. Mm. Right. There's people keeping tabs on us. That much is clear. Something about the zombie attack was fishy, too. I've never seen them that coordinated. Like, it was a huge mass of them. Like, they've been... I thought, according to the news we heard, they were spreading thin. Mm -hmm. Across the countryside, yeah. Yeah. But for them to gather in a big group like that. It's almost like they were herded toward the town. Hmm. Coordinated. Calculated intelligence. Well, whatever it is, I don't like the smell of it. Yeah, this smells awful, all this burning zombie. Let's go home (laughs) and get something to eat. (laughs) 